The Brute Strength Podcast. With Hobbs and Danks. So by the time this comes out, there will be a new shirt out with two different designs. Really? Oh, two different colors, right? Or two different colors. Yes. But not color of shirt, color of the actual design. And this shirt's fucking dope, too. Yeah. I love that you're wearing the CCCP shirt today. It looks very good. It's my favorite shirt right now. Big Sox game tonight, obviously, so that's a good one for you. It's my favorite shirt right now. You know, I was thinking we need to make a Bruins one. Like do a black. Oh yeah, yeah, black and yellow. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we probably should you because should. yeah, that's going to be good for the playoffs. Yeah, well, we'll do the Tuca Bru- shirt. Bruins too. edition. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, so maybe we should just have white with the blue, this shirt, and then the Bruins colors, and that's it. Could do that. Maybe make those like the. I got to go look and see what's selling. That we've sold quite a few gray ones. Oh, have we? Yeah, people love gray. Gray's that's a good true. color shirt. Uh, You're a, right. As a good shirt for actually white. It's a good color for a shirt white or gray yeah i would say yeah. as, a, as a neutral yeah well and plus white the kind of the white background with the seat with the with the logo is kind of like the old school message it looks perfect look. yeah. yeah it's fucking yeah. perfect like it's the most perfect <laughs> one i agree what if we wore those the next time we went to fenway well that's what i was thinking like i think if i wore this one i was like near home plate they definitely put me on tv thinking it was a fucking messing shirt you know Oh, of course, it's yeah. red, you know, yeah. this guy's got to be huge Sox fans. Right, and then X like, oh, wow. I like it. <laughs> they come up with something cool for it. Right, like. The cold-crushing Canadian, I don't know. <laughs> like, Pitching. Strike three, communism's out of here. <laughs> awesome the new fucking the new shirt's fucking amazing it's great man the new shirt is going to be amazing yeah Corey's great Uh, coriana does an amazing job she's unreal like the the design she came up for this shirt is crazy good i mean yeah she does an amazing job Uh, again coriana cody you can find her on instagram her designs are great she's on twitter as well but coriana can't wait till we start making some money we can actually pay you for something (laughs) yeah that would be sweet but no, she does. Uh, she does an exceptional job. It's unreal, dude. We couldn't ask for anyone. She better. and her fiance, big listeners to everything yeah. of, of Hobbs and Danks. So we pre- uh, we really appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, but it's gonna be a cool shirt again. Hobbsanddanks.selmits.com. Those shirt, the uh, new shirt, will be out by the time this is. Well, again, it's gonna be the the TB one nine nine shirt. What's Coriana's Twitter? Because like, if you have something you want done, you know, maybe go freelance and throw Coriana bone instead of paying someone else way too much money. It is at C-O-R-I-A-N-N-A-C-O-T-E. So it's at Coriana Cody. Right. So if you so basically the name Corey plus Anna plus right. Cody. Or if you're a rich dude that wants some art done, mm-hmm. boom, at. <laughs> there you go. Got, uh, got your art right here, rich guy. That's right. It's just a splash of paint. Yeah, be like, hey man, it's, it's abstract. Yeah, sh- shut the fuck up. We watched a great documentary actually about this, um, these people who forged art in New York. This, but this was like ten years ago. Yeah, it wasn't long ago. 
Oh, did I tell you about it? I can't remember if I told you yeah. about it or not. I, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast or not. I think not. you did. They swindled them at like hundreds of yeah. millions of dollars. Yeah, I think it, the I lady can't, was like, I didn't know. I think it's called like, like Now You See It or something like that. Yeah. yeah, she totally is in on it. It's crazy that she didn't do any jail time or anything. I always, you know, it's funny. Like, I admire, like, I kind of admire people that do shit like that because mm-hmm. I don't think I could ever, like, I don't, I don't mean like swindling people's cool. I'm just saying, like, le- deciding to lead a life of crime. I don't know. It's kind of you know, if it's not like circumstantial, but yeah. like like this woman, Listen, man, like this woman clearly made a choice. I understand like, what you're saying, and I am I'm anti crime, but my god, the people they are ripping off are the biggest douchebags. Right, in the world. too. Right, it's like douchebag on douchebag. Right, these crime, people, right? yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like so, okay, you're down three million. That's like right. I don't know if I gave my buddy five bucks and he just ran off with it. Right, or guys that like steal jewels and shit. Sure, like people are stealing from the ultra sure. rich, or you know, or yeah. just choose to like. The guy that's like, you know, working on Wall Street, they like chooses mm-hmm. when he want to be a fucking criminal. Now, like, what's crazy is the number of pieces of art in museums that essentially people just are believe like the number, like the estimated number of per- the percentage of art pieces that are fake. In, is it in how museums. much? How, is it like five percent? No, it's like over fifty percent. Oh, really? Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's tons of pieces of art that are definitely not accounted for that we think are accounted for. Yeah, and so what? Which is fucking awesome. Yeah, and, like, I don't care. <laughs> but there's this whole... So, there's this whole culture of... of Because the, the dude who was doing the artwork was... I think he was Chinese, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he's, he was from... Uh, I think he was from... Yeah, he's from China. He can, He comes over, and he's a teacher, but he's also an artist. But when you're an artist in China, like, one of the biggest forms of flattery is imitating someone else's is someone else's right. work yeah. so that's how they kind of grow up they grow up imitating artists work so they can get it down and they're perfect at it's doing like really this so good. this motherfucker was doing abstract art oh, like, like forging it right yeah. like pollock like how do you do that that's like know. impossible so it's great that's all i'm going to give away the way they catch it the way they realize they're forged all of it's it's a really funny story and well, it's, fun and, it's and, like yeah. that dude uh, that I was telling you about in the Salt Lake thing. Yes. Like, he yeah. was forging, like, historical documents, mm-hmm. and they think, like, there's a huge percentage of, like, historical documents that are forged and not the real ones. Sure. But, you know. Oh, well. Again, would it shock you? No, of course not. No, of course yeah. not. Yeah, I just, I don't know. There's, like, a weird, like, fascination for me with people that, like, choose to go down that path. It is I, very I just, interesting. I could yeah. never go to jail. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I could never take the chance because I just couldn't go to jail. I couldn't fucking deal with it. I could barely... I can't handle, like, any constraints, right? So right. jail would kill me. So I've always been very aware of that. So I would never, like, I don't know. I can't imagine if it's not circumstantial, like you're just fucking, you know, desperately poor or something and your only way out is whatever, right? I yep. mean, I'm talking about, like, this art dealer lady who's, like, clearly probably well-educated, well-off. She was probably making, decides, yeah. She, she and then I, just decides to start ripping people off. Like, that's I can't remember. A- Abby and I, I think we looked it up after that, like, or maybe they said what the percentage was, but she was making a certain set pay, which was great, and then a certain percentage off every sale. So she's right. making millions of dollars. That's what I mean. She's probably yeah. making tons of cash, right? Right. But she had to have, like, greed always fascinates me. Mm-hmm. But she needed more. Or, or, again, if she was involved with it, but then the people who are selling the art to her, right? Because she was uh, only the middleman. Yeah, and I'm sure the art dealers themselves are rich, you know. Yeah, I agree. Too. I I agree. It is fascinating. It's, yeah, it's absolutely like, fascinating. Like that takes a fucking. I wouldn't have the balls to do it. That's what I mean. It takes steel, fucking, Mm -hmm. like not worrying about or thinking you're not going to get caught or something. But there's got to be a little bit of sociopathy in there, right? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Or just maybe it's just. Or maybe you're just like maybe just steel balls. You just don't think you're going to get caught. You just have fucking balls the size. Or like these these dudes. I was watching uh, a documentary about how what after the uh, the, after the fucking uh, the Cold War after Mm -hmm. the Iron Curtain fell, how like. 
everything Russia was for sale, including <laughs> yeah. like attack helicopters and like submarines nukes. and shit. So there's a documentary about how um, Pablo's people tried to buy a fucking nuclear submarine from Russia, <laughs> and like the whole story about how that went down and shit. And like they bought it, like they got it, and the at the last minute, like the CIA or something intercepted them. But they went through the whole process. They bought a fucking nuclear sub from the Russians. It's like that's just fucking crazy to me. Like you know, and so these guys that are involved, so. These guys are nominally involved in, like, Pablo's trade. There's this mm-hmm. boat dealer in Florida that, like, just sells, like, souped-up boats and shit to sell, <laughs> but to so they can run coke back and forth. And, like, that's his fucking business. And he's, like, constantly dealing with the police. He went to jail for a while, and then he got out. And fucking, and he's, like, the super rich. He's, like, a 60, 70-year-old mm-hmm. dude. He's tan as fuck, and he's rich as shit. And his yeah. whole life, he's been, like, partying with coke dealers and selling, like, these souped-up boats. And then he's the one that fi- he, he financed, like, a, one of those... Like mega helicopters that can move like like tons and tons of shit. He's he's the guy that bought the fucking submarine for him. Like that's how this dude like made his living. And he's like <laughs> just a balls of steel. Like just fucking you know. It's like and he's free today. Like he's sure. he's a free man. So it just like fascinates me. Like like having like the no s- no conscience. Having the stones right. to live that life. Like you're no dealing, concern. And you're dealing with like murderous fucking yeah. like cartel fucking drug dealer guys. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's on like, one side. And on the other side, you're dealing with like Russian mafia. Right. It's like, Holy you might fuck, be more like, psychotic than those people. Right. Like, exactly. To be able to do that job with like them. a level head. Right. Yeah. And you are definitely them. more. That person's way more These fucking, fucking psychotic. Boys with all of them. Like they all fucking love this guy. So that's was, nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. And hilarious. Then a, and then a Russian gangster named the Bear, and he fucking moved to Miami, and like he was part of this whole thing, and that's how he got involved with like the Russian sub for the fucking for Pablo. That that yeah. was the you know, the conduit in Miami. It's just like these people just, just like fucking. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had the fucking the the the, the number two guy in Escobar's crew was one of the main guys that they were interviewing and shit, and he yep. was fucking like, yeah, like this guy's asking questions. This guy's like. I'm so fucking curious. <laughs> That's so shady. It's like, well, this is an interview, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but that dude, because that dude fucking turned on Pablo and has been on the run for like 30 years mm-hmm. with like a $10 million bounty on his head. And he's talking about all this money he stole, how much money he had. And he said, he said the craziest thing was how fucking fast I spent it. <laughs> This guy like bounces around the world like conning people and shit, making a couple hundred grand here or there, then moving on to the next spot because he's constantly being chased down. It's fucking nuts. That's how this guy lives his life and always has. Yeah, that that just that whole idea yeah. of of being you know running and never being stable or yeah. being able to or just the consequences and, are so fucking dire. Yeah. Like it's probably death or mm. life in prison. Like these you are know, not like nice choices. You, you know, know what? You know what? Guy reminded me. You know something that 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 just reminded me of is you saw the McDonald's documentary, right? I about did, yeah. the yeah the, about yeah. the heist. <laughs> I don't refer. I don't know if you remember. There was like that one dude who was being interviewed. He was older, like he was wearing. You could tell he was a career criminal. He did all this stuff. Like he wasn't. They're I, interviewing him at, like at his house or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a little grayer, kind of yeah. skinny, and was didn't I vaguely didn't give yeah. a fuck about anything. Like yeah. that guy's gone. Like that dude did his entire. Like he's in his seventies in and out of jail and has been like avoiding prison his entire life like, yeah and just sitting there without a care in the world like, oh yeah you know we had to all do time for that that sucked and i was like oh my god that totally mentality is crazy i know crazy i know how do you live like that i don't know but i almost i almost kind of admire those people they can fucking you know 
Well, I mean, who doesn't admire? Like they live with the consequences. Sure. You know? Well, I mean, who doesn't admire what like like everyone was pulling for Leo and fucking catching me if we can, dude. Oh sure, like that yeah. dude. I or can't even remember like, his name, or even but... like Tony Soprano. The Sopranos, like straight up murder. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Tony, but fucking poor bastard. Well, the anti-hero thing is certainly uh, interesting. Yeah, it's great though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's sure. movies, man. Movies of course, and shows are supposed course. to be fun, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's not real life. Oh, come on now, come on, Fat Knight. You can't there have you that go, shit. There you go, Pete. Oh, he's meat. Pete is meat. Pete is not meat. Oh, he wants the replay. Oh, no, he might be meat on the replay. We'll see. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> We're in first place though. Fat Knight is back. In New York. Place. The city got a warm reception today. Tim Britton uh, tweeted that out. Oh, yeah? Although, now, when people listen, this has happened a couple days ago. Cause that's true. But whatever. That is that's true. That's fair ball. That is not a Tom Brady ball. That's, that that's a fair legit ball. fair. Yep. A no, legit fair. No Tom Brady there. Ball. Wow. Anyways, so what's going on, my friend? Oh, gas, gas shortages are cool. Gas shortages? That's the 1970s. Fucking, it's fucking crazy, right? Right, everyone's trying and, to attack and no Israel. Re- and no one's reporting on it. It's amazing that, like, since... Again, I'm no f- fan of Trump's, but since Trump's left office, we're, like, on the brink of World War Three, and there's no gas. <laughs> Wait, so it's the 70s. And the stock market fucking <laughs> tanks every day. It's good stuff. Really glad we signed up for this. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they're not reporting on the gas shortage in the southeast is amazing to me. Like it's like it's not happening. Uh yeah, I've seen more today yeah. than before. It's legit no gas in forty percent of like Atlanta area gas stations, there's no gas. I know, it's crazy. Like the southeast has no gas. I wonder if that's intentional. It's just the southeast doesn't have gas. It's the malware attack was doesn't affect the northeast, right? I guess. Yeah. yeah. So take that, malware. <laughs> We still have our gas. It's only $3 now. Oh, fuck me. It's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Where's Drew Majory's article about World War III, that fucking loser? That is true. It's hilarious. What that a fucking loser he is. That is kind of funny that the minute that Trump left office, all we, hell breaks loose. We bombed Syria like 30, 30 seconds later, yeah. and now all hell's, broken all, loose. all hell's breaking loose in the Middle East again. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Iran directly funds Hamas. If anyone's wondering where they're getting all the rockets from, so well, sure. it's fucking crazy, mm-hmm. right? So, and then a thousand rockets the last few days. Dick bags like Drew Majory write articles about how World War Three is going to start because you know far left radical assholes in the city don't like them. Meanwhile, World War Three might actually be starting, and not a fucking peep from those douchebags. Amazing. Mm-hmm. They said there was like full out fucking like civil war in Israel last night. Some of the smaller cities were like Arabs and Israelis were like just going at it in the streets. Yeah, I don't think that's surprising. No, not <laughs> no, when, no. no. Right. I mean, if you have an ethnic war, which is what they're having, it's gonna hard to it's kind of hard to avoid it within your own country. Absolutely. Right? So this is yeah, we're living some fucked up times. It's incredible. Like all this shit they said would happen under Trump is actually happening under Biden. <laughs> right in the first hundred days. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking, what's his wife's name? Jill, or what is it? Jill, yeah. Yeah, uh, she tweeted out, like, we're just getting started. Like, fuck, hope, Jesus Christ. Hope not. <laughs> this is just the first hundred days. Where else are we going? Yeah, this is just the first hundred days. Like, what's next? Nice. Shot up the wall. Blood feud. Fat Knight's going to last about three. Mm. Maybe, does he make the third inning? There's no outs in the second. Oh, so. come on, Harvey. Fucking bum. So, it's not looking good. 
Pilar off the wall, by the was way. Was it Pilar? Pilar's been fucking raking for us this year. Why is Kevin Pilar your best player? He's been really good, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. Like, he's fucking saved our ass. Bunch of choking assholes on our oh, team. Oh, left fielder should have caught that. I feel like we're I starting bet you to that's get... Mountcastle. If they have Mountcastle in left no. field again. Oh, maybe it is. Because he is Gal... fucking Is that Galvis in center? He had to come like 300 Yes, I, I assume that was Galvis. He had to run like 300 yards. Because I think that was opposite field gap, I think. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I think it was, too. I mean, it's a hell of a hit. And oh, there you go. there's another Three run. bagel. God. Nothing will fix the Mets offense like a shot at the fat night. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Wow. Three uh, runs in the, in, in, but in the second inning, Danks. That's mm. probably, I think that's probably the most runs we've ever had in the that's second true. inning this year. Were you following the Chinese rocket story at all? Yeah, that was fucking crazy, too. That was crazy. It fell in the Indian Ocean eventually, Off right? the Maldives, yeah. But they said they said no one had any idea where it was going to land. They didn't. Did China, of, though? No. No, but China had no idea. How do you drop a huge piece of fucking metal that big on the earth not knowing well, what it lands I like? I can tell you. Oh, was it like a mistake? Yes. Oh. <laughs> when it when it, so it goes up, it it you know so it detached yeah. and it's supposed to essentially you know go back and fall down to Earth, but it went into Earth's orbit instead and just started orbiting oh, at like twenty thousand miles an hour. It lost its it tilt. Lost, yeah. Oh, so no one had a clue. Javier, they were saying anywhere as north as like the lot, you know, Chicago and Chicago and New York are on the same basically like the yeah. same line. So anywhere as north as those cities. All the way around the world, and then as south as like Chile and New Zealand, all the way around really? the world. So that's pretty much everywhere except the poles. Well, in Maine. Yeah, in Maine. We were yeah, fine. That's yeah. why, again, living in Maine <laughs> kicks ass. Right. Like Canada, <laughs> Canada, the poles, and you know, northern, yeah, northern like Russia. Scotland, yeah. Not right, yeah, but Norway. That, that's fucking ridiculous. Could you, Finland what if that fell in a fucking shit. city? Yeah, like what falls in Times Square. Or right. Like, yeah. I, I know. Is that an act of war? Well, I know Skylab fell, like a bunch of debris fell in like Western Australia back in the early 80s, yeah. and shit falls all the time. I get that, but most like, of it burns up usually. Most of it burns up. Like, yeah. what it, honestly, like, what happens if, like, what are they going to do with that, with the uh, the space station now? What if the space station fell out of its axis or its tilt or something like that and got caught in the, in the, I think in it's orbit. pretty far up. I don't think it can. Okay. I don't think it's within like. The but what's their plan? Is their plan to like, I guess, dismantle I guess it and have it burn be, up? There must be a gravitational pull from the Earth on it, right? There must be. Like, if but you there just is it, low versus high Earth orbit, right? But yep. if you did, if you just left it unmanned, maybe eventually it would fall to Earth because Earth is the biggest thing near it, so it would probably suck it in eventually. But mm -hmm. who knows how long that? Would yeah, be. I don't know how. Do they? I don't know if they have to do a lot of like correction. They probably have to move at, at all. Yeah, move it, yeah probably because anything. I mean, there's no. There's nothing perfect. Well, and also there's the void of space, so the Earth being the, a massive object near it's going to pull it towards it. True, it just is. Right. So they probably do have some kind of propulsion system that keeps them. Yep. Yeah. Right. So in so in that in some fucking crazy computer. Okay. So so with that being said, there I guess the plan would be it just burns up in in reentry, but that thing's fucking I huge. They're going to have yeah. to break that I thing think, apart. Yeah, I don't think that's the plan. Like, what do you do? You just launch it into space? I guess you could, like... Fucking fling it at the sun. Put a lot... Yeah, I was going to say, put a rocket on it and fling it at the sun. Yeah, you wouldn't even need that much of a boost. Just point it at the yep. sun. Maybe kind of do Yeah, a crash in a Mercury or something. Yeah. Mercury just ends up like a fucking space junkyard. <laughs> Triples in size. <laughs> just shit everywhere. So instead of sending our garbage to China, we just send it to Mercury instead. <laughs> China's full. Send to Mercury. Man, Mercury is always just in retrograde now.
<laughs> yeah, it pulls a fucking orbit. It pulls everyone's orbit out of fucking sync because it's <laughs> quadruple the size it was. People are just throwing trash up in the air and it just ends up in Mercury somehow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking vacuum. Yeah. Uh, I think we fucked up the vacuum in space, guys. So, yeah, so anyway, we'll see. That'd be one hell of a way to go out, though, if, like, we fucked up. Like, we didn't just eliminate our species, but, like, we fucked up the access, you know, (laughs) basically, like, the entire. Like, wiped out the solar system. Right, solar system's propulsion. I mean, if we're going to go out, we might as well go out strong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who the fuck needs Saturn if we're not around? By the time we can do that, we'll be elsewhere, too. I hope so. Yeah. I don't think we'll be capable of just that. <laughs> True, but I, we're, you know I mean, we're like, very capable of doing stupid things oh, no, before cool. doing the correct thing. No, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just saying the stuff, I'm just saying the uh, the technology it would take to do that, you'd probably have mm-hmm. technology to that we wouldn't like necessarily only live on yeah. Earth. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, so if America had, let's say we had some, let's say, let's say fucking Tesla boy, Elon a SpaceX thing goes up and the rocket comes back down, but it acts, you know, we lose control of it and it ends up landing in like Tehran. Yeah, like that's a, an act like of war, a right? Or something. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like that's it. That 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 starts that a war, pro- right? Maybe plunge us into some kind of a war. <laughs> yeah, but again, that's why having a big fat military, tons of guns and shit, is a good thing. Right. Like if South Korea had one accidentally fall in North Korea, I feel like that would end very poorly. Well, yeah, North Korea would invade South Korea, then we'd bomb the fuck out of North Korea, and then, you know. Right, North Korea would launch their nuke at and then, something. And then the Russians would step in, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome. Or North Korea would accidentally nuke China, and then China would get involved. Well, North Korea and China are the same thing, so, I mean. Right, but if you accidentally nuke your neighbor because you have no idea how to get your jet propulsion going the right way. I don't think, yeah, I think if if North Korea legit invaded South Korea, China would either tell them not to or would join in i think it's a <laughs> he'd probably tell them not to yeah but who knows the way you know. not yeah i mean you never know you never know i mean at some point you think someone's gonna make a move right i mean saying it for a long time that long i mean we've had worldwide conflict non-stop basically forever no i just meant there Oh yeah, but I mean, there's what, been, there's been I mean, China's like been years? in out of Taiwan a thousand times, and you know, I mean, well, and they control it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. So like, there's that's always been super unstable yeah. to your point, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that nothing's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I no, I, I, I fully believe that something will probably happen in our lifetime. Might, yeah, yeah, yeah especially, yeah, especially if like we don't have gas and you know, stop educating our kids and you know, have seventy percent mm-hmm. unemployment. I think at that point, maybe another coach would be like, you know what? I think they're vulnerable. It's good culture, good culture right now. Yeah, I think they're vulnerable. I think maybe <laughs> this is our time. <laughs> so, like, does North is North Korea still around? Has anyone heard from them during COVID? Like, remember what's his name was missing for a while? Everyone thought he was dead yeah. from COVID. Yeah, well, turned out he had like gout. Who knows how many people yeah. he lost? That's what I mean. Like, you'll never, we'll never no. know. No, no, no. no idea how many people live there now. Right, exactly. It could be twenty. There's no way to know. Right, right. It's very odd. Plus, there's no electricity outside, like Pyongyang. So. I know. I doubt those people have COVID. And I'm, I think they do like rolling brown blackouts too within the city. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I don't. I doubt countryside people have COVID. Oh, true. Right. There's yeah. nobody around. Right. Yeah, yeah. Unless they got it from like the military guy that came and raped their wife. You know, when they came pick up the. Hopefully, they didn't have COVID at the, the time. The lifestyle. Yeah. 
Give us 98% of your fruits and vegetables and let me rape your wife. And your wife. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm sorry. Uh, why did you ask? You're, so nice that you asked this time. Your country uh, thanks you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what people want here. People, want to s- people are signing up for this shit here. It's unreal how fucking stupid people are. Mm-hmm. I had a legit conversation with someone the other day. I was wearing my CCCP shirt, uh, my, Ness- my Nesson shirt, and, and this person legitimately was like trying to have a rational conversation with me about how you know, communism is, you know, it's a great idea, you know, just, it's got to iron out the kinks. And so I asked him, like, I'm like, you do know that Mao killed like 80 million people, right? Like, you know that, right? You know that, you know that Stalin killed like 60, 70 million people in the name of, in the name of their government. You, you're aware of these things, right? When you say stuff like this, you actually know these things happen. Well, you know, it's great in principle, you know. No, it's not, because de-incentivizing people to do shit is, I mean, look at the pandemic, right? Look how many people are just not going to go back to work because they don't fucking feel like it. So, um, you know, letting people sit around and not do anything is never a good idea. It never leads to anything good. And you have literally a million examples in a row, uh, sequentially, that show you it doesn't work. There's actually not one example of it that shows you that it does work so mm-hmm. how people come to these conclusions is amazing to me it's like well like no this time you know we're more enlightened now like this time people in power are going to abuse their power really so you believe that the only people in the world that aren't going to abuse the power is the one political party you happen to believe in you believe that all other political parties in the history of the world have abused their political power because they clearly have but the one party that won't is the one you happen to believe at this moment in time that is fucking incredible. Plus, shouldn't you be the most critical to your own party? Well, I guess because but it's your morals and it's your sure. it, it's your belief that l- yeah, listen, but it's this th- party the means justify the end. Of course, they that's, do, Javier. That's but, always the yeah, the but religious. I'm, you know, sure, I understand that, yeah. but I'm just simply saying from a, a sanity standpoint, sure. like I didn't, and that's why. But you, know, you couldn't be sane and like and and stump for communism, right? Like that's those well, two things point. couldn't possibly coincide. Well, sure, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you're religious. You are. Aren't you? I mean, and that's the point. Like, But everyone's religious with their political party now. Like, it, it seems it, it that is, way. It is like, a, and that's what I mean by it. It's like an undying, weird, like, religion where no one wants to question anything. It is weird, but, like, on the right, you have, like, dissension. You have, like, two, you have the you pro-Trumpers and the anti-Trumpers, yep. and you have conflicting opinions on the right. You don't have conflicting opinions on the left. They all read out of the book. You know, it's, it's almost like... Uh, like an ancient religion where they're like bowing their heads and like humming along with the book that they happen to believe in. And it's all the ends justifying the means. All all these assholes go about their business the same way, mm-hmm. right? They're all fucking corrupt and gross and do shady things and, you know, abuse their power and shit. But if you happen to believe in that party, it's okay to do all those things because at the end of the day, you're, all, you're about truth, justice, and light. Even though you're fucking going about your business in the exact opposite of that, you know, that's what you're bringing to the table, and that's how you justify it, right? So, Yeah, I mean, I mean it's a tremendous – it's a tremendous um, – The cycle's amazing, watching, like, the book burners. It, it, yeah. like, like I said, when I was a kid – I've said this a few times – when I was a kid, the book burners were Republicans. Like, that's who burned books, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's, now it's liberals that burn books. It's weird. Like, the whole thing is, you know, become – you know – it's like anything, though, right? Well, I mean, again, it's 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 mob mentality. It's not being an individual. Well, yeah, but it's yeah. also like a very fucked up point of view. It's not just you know what I mean. Like it's it's it, it feels like basically anything that's anything that's um, it feels like the end goal is just to destroy anything that that stands for anything. Like sure. that's the that's mm-hmm. sort of the mantra, right? Like if it's been around for a while, it's inherently bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think what you've seen is a lot of just 
complete overreaction to that was a hell of a catch. Who was that? Holy shit. Conforto. God damn. Mom must be proud. <laughs> hey, Olympian. Hell of an Olympian. Gold medalist. Sure. I want to see that again. That's bullshit. God damn, man. That was a hell of a catch. Who was that? I don't know who hit that. It's a good shot, though. Whew. Pretty good, Hobbs. Mets here. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Long ways from that. Although we are in first place. So. Anyway, it just you stuns. Are, I'm sorry. I lost my complete train of thought. It just stuns me to uh, to see people signing up for truly evil shit that's been proven to be truly evil many, many times. And the idea that, like, the idea that, like, that all of a sudden Democrats overwhelmingly approve of the CIA and the FBI. I mean, what the fuck is that? Who the fuck are these people? Like, seriously, uh, un- unquestioning loyalty to a political party, to the government? I mean, these are always people railed against the government. It's amazing to see, like, these fucking idiots, like, put all their faith in elected officials and th- that somehow the government is going to fix the world and fix your life. Like, you've got to be the dumbest fucking person in the world to think that. So I was telling the person I was having this conversation with, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like a pretty true libertarian. Like, I don't think the government should tell you what to do. I think government has very, you know, should have very, like fairly limited function in your life and certainly have no opinions on how you should live yours. Right. So it's like amazing. Right. So like all these liberals that, you know, fought for like gay rights and trans, all these different rights now want to oppress people that don't, you know, you know what I mean? Like that, that don't agree with them that want to, it's, it's just like. What the fuck is going on here? Like you guys are basically in direct opposition for what you've, what, what you said you've always stood for, mm-hmm. and now it's like you know fucking anyone that does agree with us fucking gulag. Like what the fuck is that, right? So, it's just amazing to me, like how fucking crazy that is. If, if for like liberals to to believe in the FBI and the CIA, like to have a like a like a positive viewpoint on that to to see them favorably is insane to me. I just don't understand how that could possibly be um, their point of view. And then again, to have sort of an unwavering love for politicians, like politicians being turned or deified, turned into fucking rock stars, is just an incredible phenomenon. It's just, it's not something I, I thought I'd ever see, especially on the left. You've seen it like from time to time on the right. And, and certainly, look, politicians have a cult of personality sometimes, and that happens. But um, th- th- this like new hysteria for for government and party is just insane. Uh, and again, I mean, having a, an activist media that also, you know, is basically a megaphone for that shit is, is also, you know, not exactly helpful to, uh, to the idea of autonomy and freedom for your everyday citizens. So, you know, people are afraid to say shit. People are afraid to say shit publicly. People get fired for things they say. Uh, social media is completely, you know, in one way connected everyone in another way, put shackles on everyone. It's just nuts. So um, it's surprising to me that people on the left feel like this is a good idea. I, I do agree with a lot of what you're saying. I think a, a lot of what you see too, Javier, is you're right. It's people want more and more government. Yeah. And I'm not really sure why, considering they fail you all the fucking time. And plus, I mean, don't work. Why don't you want some individualism in your life? Why don't you want some freedom? That's what this country is based on. Like yeah. the entire point of this country is that government wouldn't interfere with your life. Right. Like you have the right to be an asshole. Right. You have the right to offend people. Mm-hmm. You have the right to say shit that makes other people mad. Like that's sure. I don't understand why people think the government is somehow like your fourth grade teacher. Like 
someone says something you don't like, oh, fucking well, it's their right to say it. it <laughs> and to your point, it's the, it's the moral police, which were the Republicans in the 80s yeah. and the 70s and the 60s. Yeah, forever. <laughs> That's recently right. changed. Yeah, now, like he says, now it's the Democrats over the last you know decade or so, which is just fascinating to yeah, watch how nuts. this has gone. And, it, and the one thing, and also Republicans are a bunch of pussies, too. They never stand up for themselves and... The truth is, they're pro-censorship, too. They just fucking fight about what to censor. So so True. both sides, I think, have a little bit of culpability there. But the left's abuse of it because their megaphone is so huge is just so incredibly rampant that it's amazing to me. I mean, the idea that, like, you can get fired for tweeting something if, unless you're using, like, a racial slur is fucking unbelievable to me. But it's like a – but it's a, it's become a normal thing. Like, people will call for people to be fired over their opinions. Like, that's fucking insane. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is that? And again, like, living in a tattletale world where, like, the government or social media is your fourth grade teacher, and you're like, I don't like what that person said. <laughs> like, so what? I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. Who gives a shit? You know, it's just, it's amazing to me. And, like, we're lucky to have the jobs we have because they don't care what we say and they support mm-hmm. us and our right to say whatever we want. But, I can't imagine working for, like, a big conglomerate. Like, you know, you, you got to fucking take, you know, you can't. Say, like, fuck you. Like, what do you mean, right? And sure. then And then people yeah. can be fired from, like, being a fireman or being mm-hmm. a fucking, you know, an executive because they tweeted something people don't like. Like, that's fucking insane. That yeah. is 100% a fucking abuse of your first amendment I can't remember. I mean, yeah, and I can't remember what was actually said on the air. This was, this was in Buffalo. It was, like, a couple, or Rochester maybe a couple weeks ago. He, the, the guy who is the show host, said something that was, you know, kind of right along the line of how, how you want to perceive. <laughs> and not only was he fired, but, like, the whole show was fired, even the people that didn't respond to it. Yeah, like, what the fuck is that? Like, wait, why is, like, okay, you want to say this person's fired? It was a stupid fucking thing to say. They shouldn't have said it on the air. I get that. And that's whatever. different. You're yeah. on a TV show. You sure. are working for. It was a radio you know, show, but yeah. still. It's a, or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. and it's. And it and I understand. I I get it. Totally understand it. That's that's business. Why are you firing everyone else who had like no reaction or negative reaction to it? Yeah, that's just that's, that's the, fucking it's like weird. The cleansing. It's yes, like you it's have just to, fucking weird, yeah. man. It's because they're all afraid that the pitchforks are going to come to their studio and be outside for however long, and they're going to lose. You know, corporate sponsors are going to back out, and they'll have nothing left. I, I, I just it's overreaction. But I don't get that either. I don't understand why corporate. And honestly, some like this woke shit has gotten to the top most richest people, or some of the richest people in our in our society, like Walt Disney, with their crazy fucking white privilege shit that they give to employees and stuff. That you know, if you're a white employee at Disney, they had some screenshots of it the other day where like you have to like it's like the it's like the Coca Cola thing where they were talking about like you have to check your white privilege and yep. you know basically demonizing you for being. I think white Disney and, got rid of theirs. I think they took so much shit. Right, exactly. And I think you're seeing more and more of that. That's what I, I mean. So like, seeing, why do these yeah. corporations always fall for this shit? So like, a few fucking loudmouths make a ton of noise, or most of us are like. Don't give a shit. Like, or it's because people in their in people in their crisis and the PR departments think it's the only direction they can go in. That's well, and also really they're all fucking twenty eight year old Twitter assholes, right? Too, that's right? what I. So yes, that's absolutely. They true. perceive the world yeah. as being that. They don't want to be. They don't want to be the mean guy on Twitter. But it's they just want. Fucking, they want everyone to love them. It's just ridiculous to me. Um, you know, and again, like the like you you think stifling people's ability to express themselves is a good thing, like. Okay, then you're a fucking idiot because you haven't paid attention to what's happened throughout the course of human history since people started first organizing themselves in cities. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yep. it's anything that um, if you try and impose 
one thought process and eliminate others, then you're just as bad as every other fucking person tried to do that. <laughs> sure thing, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, look at how fucked up our country is right now. Look how fucking like pissed off everybody is. And these, and and whether you're on the right or you're on the left, like you're allowing these insanely divisive assholes that all they want to do is piss you off and get you to hate each other. You're allowing them to fucking, like, run our country and, and run your life. Like, you're allowing that by fucking buying into this shit. It's fucking, it's too bad, man. But Yeah, it is too but bad. But, like, how can you believe in it? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what, if you're, if you're a religious fanatic, if you're a well, fucking fewer, political fanatic on either side. But I think fewer side, and fewer people are. Maybe that's I true. I really do, Javier. And uh, now, again, I'm not sure how much that's going to change in the ballot box over the next couple of cycles. Who knows? It could, it could change, but. I think more and more people find themselves uh, kind of not paying as much of attention to to politics because it's yeah. become so divisive, divisive, or or just so untrue. Un- yeah, in every right. fucking respect, right? I mean, or they just they look at their party and be like, I can't associate with this party anymore. Right? Yeah. You know, there's a time in my life where I associated as a Republican. I fucking way I would do that now. It's just it's a it's ridiculous. They're both how it just looks. they're both yeah. so odious. Man. And I don't even understand how you can be on the left that far. But it's <laughs> not to not to throw it out. It's just weird. But to me, but I mean, I think there's a lot. A lot of my friends who are and most of my friends are definitely liberal, and that's that's fine. I couldn't give a fuck what anyone and what anyone thinks. But a lot of them are are certainly don't. I don't think associate themselves with how far things have gone to the left and censorship and and all of that. I there's. Dude, if there was like a, if there was like some magical person who just came out of nowhere and said, "I'm, I don't fucking care what I say. You shouldn't fucking care what I say. This is what I think." Blah blah blah. Like a, a magical libertarian. I think that That's that could Tulsi. come up and is not insane. That would be great. Tulsi's like that. I mean, Tulsi, yeah, I think Tulsi's very good. Tul- all the lefty Democrats think Tulsi's a fucking right wing nut job. So. Well, she must be good then. I think she's a Russian agent. <laughs> so, know, it's so ridiculous. Um, you know, that's and Hillary Clinton. But the, see, asshole. that's the kind of demonization you face, right? So I, I agree. I think there's a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it's and hard, Hob. Huh? It's it's really difficult to be right. a third party. It just it's never survived here. But it's weird. Like the you know, there there could be no criticism of the left. It's weird in, in the news media. It's just insane to me, right? I mean, you have what's really been a very bad start to a presidency, right? I mean, in every way, stock market's down, fucking job. Reports are fucking in the toilet. Unemployment, which super by the high. way makes no goddamn We're, sense. Like, go, go get a job. There's a thousand billion yeah, there's jobs tons out there. Of jobs available. People, like, what are we doing? Because the welfare is too good, man. Like, I, mean, I know. I mean, you saw Montana. Montana had to suspend the unemployment yeah. benefit. Right. And good for them. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, that's what happens, right? You de incentivize people, then you make them you make them dependent on the government. It's intentional. They want people dependent on the government, right? They want people to learn to live that way so uh, i just don't understand how you could even if you're even if you're a lefty democrat why wouldn't you be like embarrassed and pissed off about what's happened in the first hundred days like your plan is failing miserably right, right. i mean yep. no one's going back to work the covid thing's not gotten any better fucking uh you have no gas <laughs> you have no gas the goddamn middle, malware the middle east is fucking as violent as it's, as it's been in, in in forever i mean all of a sudden you have fucking hamas just fucking dropping rockets like rain on israel and you've got you know significant portion of americans fucking supporting it so i mean i don't know how you 
how do you quantify all this and say like things are going well or this is good or this plan went well or that you know it should be executed differently i mean it's insane to me so you know i mean when you're when you can't go on vacation and you're leather bound fucking range rover they're they are literally no gas, the two the two biggest stories in dc this week were the senate bitching at one another about court packing and about like voting access that's the there's still there's a billion other things going on in america that should have priority over those right but those two things are fucking crazy too i of mean of course they are the i know supreme court ends up being a complete joke if right but Javier, it's things that'll never happen like that's not going to happen right, you would think that that right. wouldn't happen right they should be able to filibuster that thing and that's what will and that's exactly what will happen and same with the right in the, the age restriction shit and you're right that's how meanwhile the economy like you mentioned that's the, how, the economy is what it is what the fuck is going on in the southeast right now and is that going to become a problem all summer long when it comes to gas like there are other major issues, but this is what this government has done for years. Well, right. So they distract you with this other stuff. Yeah. If we run out of gas for real, like within the center, it's like the economy is going to collapse. Like it will. Like you can't have COVID, nobody working, and then no gas. So no goods or services are being delivered to anyone. I mean, commerce shuts down completely without gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they can't print money forever. At some point, a loaf of bread is going to cost you 30 bucks because that's, that's what. Texture world should probably be going on now, but they keep printing money. They keep printing money. They keep inflating the stock market. They keep, uh, you know, inflating everything. So, you know, so far, you know, it's kind of holding together. But if there's no gas and they can't deliver shit to fucking stores, and people can't go on vacation, they can't fly, and they can't do all the other things, like you're fucking, your economy, this economy, like it or not, whether whether or not Buddha Judge wants to believe it or not, runs on. 18-wheelers delivering goods on highways sure. with gas, yeah. right? So if that goes away, basically the heart of your economy goes away. Now, if all those trucks wanted to get lovely fuel cells from Plug Energy, I would not be opposed. No, and that's the point. Like, they <laughs> they will eventually. We will have. We will. And that's why this shit is so irritating. It, and these political battles only hurt people. They've closed that pipeline down for politics. Mm-hmm. They didn't close that pipeline down because it was good for anybody. They closed it down for politics. For That's why they did it, sure. right? So, right. meanwhile, regular people suffer. And, and I think most of us that are sane believe that electric cars and trucks are awesome and that we hope one day that they are 100% electric. And, and, and it seems to me like there's a lot of progress being made in that direction, right? Tesla's been wildly successful. GM and Ford have announced they're going all electric by like 2030, Super 35. announced today that they're making an electric car. Right. Yep. And, and GM, though, like GM and Ford both yeah. said they're going all electric by the, like 2035. So clearly the effort's there. Clearly the incentive's there. Like, why the fuck are you shutting down a pipeline and fucking us up the ass when what you want to happen is happening? Like, that's the shit that pisses me off. Like, you pretend... That no progress being made. You pretend that we live in a fucking civil war racist society. You pretend that we're burning coal in Cleveland every day when none of that shit is happening. Like, there is a concerted effort to clean up the environment. There is a concerted effort to have electric cars. All this shit is happening. So go fucking talk to India and fucking Pakistan and shit. And fucking Mongolia where the fucking air is the color of fucking night. Like, deal, or, or actually worse, it's yellow and green. Go talk to those assholes, but don't cut down our fucking pipeline that you're going to fuck people out of jobs, money, people's retirements. Like, the consequences could be dire for millions of people, and you're fucking doing it so your fucking Green Party assholes with the fucking New Deal like you. Fuck you. You fucking assholes, you know? So, Take and then, that. 
That's well said. And then most of these dickheads live in fucking giant cities that fucking have a carbon footprint the size of fucking King Kong's dick. So what the fuck are you talking about? Like, go live on a fucking farm, you fucking tool. Asshole living in New York City creating fucking more smog than the entire Midwest combined? Go fuck yourself. By the way, how many, I bet you those people have traveled a hell of a lot more than I have over the last year. Oh, I'm sure they probably have. And most of them probably don't live in Manhattan now because they went to mommy and daddy's house mm-hmm. in the fucking Hamptons. But fuck you. You know, it's just amazing to me. And that's why. Flying helicopters out there, by the way. And that's why this shit pisses me off. Yeah. Because you're not really trying to do anything constructive. No, you're, you're just, just fucking to, people over. You're trying to tell everyone else to do what you pretend to do. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then you put all these people out of work that you, you fucking lied to. You said you weren't going to close the thing. And now you do. And now all these people out of work. So you fuck them. Then you fuck the greater economy. You have a chance of really fucking things up for you know people who work their whole lives. I mean, someone said in the Fed or something, they're going to con- continue to allow stocks to go up. That's not, What do you mean you're going to allow? Like, fuck you. What do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? See, that's the government bullshit that everyone right. should hate. So that's the like, shit. Like, they that, should never dictate that. Right. And that's why, again, like, like fuck, go fuck yourself with this stuff. The progress is being made. Most people are invested in pretending that, like, you're either pro-fucking burning coal or you're pro-fucking no gasoline. Like, fuck you. Those aren't the choices. <laughs> right. Those are not the choices. That's not reality. Most of us do not feel that way. Most of us are like, you know what? Like, electric cars, that's dope. I hope I can have one someday. But, you know, for now, we need gas, clearly. So keep making the gas cleaner like you have and keep making more electric cars. And over time, I bet you a huge majority of people will have electric cars. But Javier. And so go fuck yourself. But the world's going to be ending in like three years if if we don't change And if it's true, that's It's too late anyways. A, it's too late. And B, it's because of India (laughs) Mm -hmm. and China. In Mongolia. And uh, and places like that. Ulaanbaatar? Yeah, most of fucking Asia, okay? So, you know, a lot of Africa. You know, fucking burning coal 24-7. Plenty of South America. Seattle literally has fog from China. (laughs) Burning coal Mm 24-7. So, yeah, you want to go clean it up? Like, you really... Yeah, okay, I agree. There are some serious fucking problems. We use too much plastic. There is fucking serious environmental shit going on. But like you said, But go clean it up where it's actually a problem. The... The... Percentage of people in this country who are like, fuck, fuck all of, you know, progression of, um, you know, carbon footprint or whatever it is. I, I, I fucking just butchered all of that. But basically, I mean, you're talking about like. If you're the, like anti Right. The car. percentage of people are like anti all environmental right. stuff is very small. It's tiny. Right. Those people are idiots. Right. It's like, like, yeah, the, it's like idiots they're, on they're, Twitter they're, who like to just pretend like they don't care about they're it. They're the same people that think like if you get gang raped, you should keep the baby, right? Like it's right. like the yeah. far right yes. assholes that no one likes anyway. Right. You're just you like know? a troll. Right. Honestly. Yeah, you just so, suck. The majority of people out there. You're throwing politics out of it are going to recycle. They're going to do this. They're going right. to do that. They would love to have an electric car because it's going to be cheaper than buying gas. Exactly. Everything. No, like no one's out there being like, fuck that shit. Let's burn down the electric car building. I'm going to burn the styrofoam just because right. I can. More gas, bro. So, yeah, that's the thing. And, you know, and it's not like like the, you know, the, the, the fucking Keystone Pipeline was like a environmental problem. It wasn't. It's it's it is the reality of what we're dealing with today. But. Again, like, I bet you in our lifetimes, you know, well over half the cars are going to be electric. I mean, well over, maybe 70, 80%. I mean, especially now they're getting cheap. Like, for poor people, too, mm-hmm. poor people would much rather have an electric car because they don't have to fucking buy gas every fucking day, you know? Yes, so. that's me, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or even, I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. but if you if you want to talk about, like, sure. they're yeah, supposedly interested yeah. in mm-hmm. always helping, you know, the, the mm-hmm. less advantage or whatever the fuck they say these days 
Uh, all right, well, a less advantaged person, if I'm saying it right, uh, you know, could probably benefit from having an electric car that they could plug into, sure. you know, an outlet yeah. outside that's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean. Especially if it's city electricity. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, even from that perspective, it's better, right? So, <laughs> I just, you know, I just don't, like, and that's why this race shit, too, that's what pisses me off about this race stuff, because pretending that, you know, like, LeBron James, like, that fucking asshole, like, a, a, a black cop from L.A. writes you an open letter inviting you to understand what it's like to be a cop in L.A., and you just fucking completely ignore it, turn it down, because like, you know more about policing in Los Angeles than the cop does, right? And it's a black cop that's inviting you to do it. So why wouldn't you take him up on that offer? If you're really interested in advancing the cause, if you're really interested in the, in the, the tough conversations we all supposedly have to have, right? The dialogue, all the bullshit that gets talked about all the time. Well, if you're really interested in that, why wouldn't you take this guy up on that offer? Why wouldn't you try and understand what, what it's really like in that community in L.A.? Because you literally, you have no idea. So why wouldn't you do that? Instead, you want to fan the flames of fucking racial hatred and discord and pretend that like, you know, we live in 1960, right? Call, mm-hmm. call Georgia's voting law that's more inclusive than New York's Jim Crow, right? And it just and the media just runs with it, calling it Jim Crow 2.0 without even reading the fucking thing. So why? So instead of instead of acknowledging, yeah, there's a ways to go, maybe, and you know, certainly. At the end of the day, I think you're always going to have racist assholes. Like, it's just going to be part of, of society, sadly, but that's always going to be the case. And by the way, all colors and creeds are racist. So let's, you know. Yeah, there's no uh, discrimination there, buddy. But, like, this, this, you know, this, this claim of, you know, this, this systemic fucking racism, systemic, uh, you know, uh, going after black people, it's just, I mean, it's just, A, it's not fucking true. And B, uh, you know, if you acknowledge that, that most, I think, people, have, I mean, it's to the point where they had to find something new, like this critical race theory shit. Like now, being colorblind isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Now you actually—it's not being colorblind. That's still racist. Now, unless you're attacking white people for being white, you're a racist. That's what it's turned into. So, like the being colorblind thing, is not good enough anymore. Like, mm-hmm. and we have a whole generation of people who are. I mean, I don't know many people my age and certainly younger that have. You know, a whole lot of racist shit going on. You know, I mean, I've certainly met some. I'm not going to say there aren't any, but an overwhelming percentage of the people I've met in my life are not that way. And certainly people I've met under the age of like 35, 30. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, sure, mm-hmm. when I was going over Massachusetts, it's pretty racist and shit. And there's mm-hmm. plenty of people in their 50s and shit, and 40s maybe, that, that still harbor that stuff. But they're not making any decisions. They're just assholes, right? And I think, by and large, society has become... Pretty fucking colorblind. Yeah, it I wasn't mean, very much. It wasn't really a conversation when I was in college. Right. And like the gay thing, yeah. too. Like, no one gives a no, shit if anybody's no gay anymore. That. Like, no one no. cares about that shit again, nope. except for like the, the people who are complete assholes. But right. that's every tiny percentage of people. But there's always going to be a tiny percentage of people hating something. Of it's course. always the case. Exactly. It's never going to be peaches and cream. There's no such thing as world peace. That's a fallacy that people just need to get over. There's always going to be dickheads throwing bananas at black players in right. Europe. Right. And those people, people are, are assholes. Scumbags. Yeah. Right. I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Like people are not going to change. If you can you can change the ones who want to change, sure. But at the end of the day, there's always going to be assholes in every regard. Right. So presenting that presenting that there are some racist people as as that society is intrinsically racist is just complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's a never ending it's a never ending goal. You can never you can never achieve the goal of not having any racism in the world. Well, because and it's honestly, just, Javier, it's never going to happen. And I mean, it's just it it. 
at the end of the day, it, it, it all people are racist well, too. And like, at the end of the day, it backfires because you're offending thousands and thousands of people who clearly don't have a racist bone in their body, and you're calling them racist. Of course, yeah. right? I mean, so imagine like if my school starts teaching critical race theory, I'm gonna be down there fucking screaming because mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's I'm not teaching my kid to be racist against anyone. Sure. Um, you want to get to some? We we got a few more listener questions from yeah. last week. If you want to get some listener questions before we get out, I don't know, dude. It's a Holy billion degrees though. I'm wearing this vest. I don't know. I'm not sure why. You must be roasting, because I'm fucking sweating. Oh, well, I've been. Pa- I just pounded this entire thing. Yeah, this I just drink, drink so this. I do feel pretty good. All right. Anyways, you can always send us listener questions at bstrengthpod, brutestrengthpod at gmail dot com. By the way, Javier, as we have. Oh, and by the way, just quickly, like you mentioned to me the other day. I would just only say this quickly, though. As we've been uh, uh, recording this, look what I just got in the email. Oh, fuck. That's awesome. <laughs> you brought this up the other day off air, but everyone forgets about the racist incident LeBron invented. Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah. it kind of just went away. Like, no one just, ever talked about no, it. There was no evidence. Because he yeah, invented it. Yeah, it so, went nowhere. So, like, like, how is that helping? You know what I mean? Like, how it is, doesn't. It doesn't, you know, and no one even talks about it anymore right. because I don't think anyone truly believed it happened. Right, and it's a and it's a direct effort to try and fucking fuck people up. Like I, I mean, don't even know if there's a police report anymore for it. No, like, it, the thing it, just went away. Right, and every time you inflame people, you make the world more violent, and then you do this shit and try and try and create division. Why would you do that? What a fucking prick! And it's just to be the coolest kid on Twitter. High. <laughs> yes, oh look yes, what happened true. to me, man! Yeah. Fucking fuck. Twitter high. Fuck you. Anyway, go ahead, sir. Yeah, no, all good. He's brutal. Yeah, actually, I um, I also think he's I think he's taken a big hit from that tweet. Oh, I'm when sh- he posted that, I think I, I don't think he understood how bad that was going to be for him. What the fake racism thing or the the uh, the posting the picture of the cop and basically being like you're you know like accountability time is next or whatever and like uh, dude, he just saved a life, so. Right, and then to Fuck be, off. and then for a cop to reach out, a black cop mm-hmm. to reach out to him, him mm-hmm. completely give him the Heisman, and of course the media didn't fucking touch it. That's true, because all incredibly you irresponsible. Like, you been like on Twitter, be like, yeah, man, we should definitely try to do something like that. That's yeah. all you need to do, right. even uh, if you never do it. Right. Or then just go for a fucking token ride along with the guy, right? I mean, or just go have a beer. But it's also, if you really cared about helping out, you would do it. Of course you would. Like you would try and bring yeah. the black community and cops together. Like you would do something like. And that. And he has the power to do of that. Of course he yeah. does. But instead, he wants to pretend that people are writing. Racist shit on his wall and that, you know, cops are trying to kill him. That's right. Fucking asshole. Uh, from our buddy Bubs, he got a question in uh, too late, because as he always does. Uh, top three athlete athletes you wish you could have seen play? Oh, all right. Uh, Willie Mays. Babe Ruth. I was going to say, it's probably all baseball. It probably is. I was, well, no, I was going to say Jim Brown. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Just because he must, you know, the domination must have been pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be hard to say no to, to see Babe Ruth or Mickey Mantle, I think would be in, basically any of the any of the Yankees teams in the 50s. Yeah, see, I like the <laughs> Yeah, the only reason, the Babe, uh, just the being, like, alive in the 20s and just yeah. seeing what the world was like and shit, Babe Ruth doing his It thing. would be fascinating, yeah. yeah. It would be fascinating. Well, it's, um, it's like the birth of the Yankees uh, dynasty, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you're witnessing the yep. 
I, and then Willie Mays must have been, you know. Or go back and see, or even go back and see Babe Ruth for the Red Sox and see what Fenway Park looked like back then. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, to be alive back then yeah. and see what baseball was all about. That'd be and, cool. Yeah. I wonder, Willie be, I wonder if he'd be more impressed or less impressed. Like, yeah. Ah, Babe was all right. <laughs> yeah, true. Everyone's horrible. Willie Mays is great. Uh, I think. I think Roberto Clemente would be great. I think it would be cool to see Bob Gibson pitch. Like, there's a lot of guys. Yeah. Baseball, it's baseball's the loaded lore, with these the guys. The lore of baseball. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, basketball hasn't changed. Pretty much the same game. Obviously, it's I'm not talking about from an athletic standpoint, but I mean, the game is the game. Whereas, who knows what ba- you know, baseball was like in you the 1910s. You know what I think, too? Because baseball, like, the athleticism obviously has come a long way, too, but it, mm-hmm. the game doesn't rely as much on athleticism, right? No. Like, pitching and hitting are these weird things. No, it's so. like hand-eye coordination yeah. and these, balance yeah. and core. They're yeah, it's all weird, these weird things. These yeah. weird skills, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't, maybe, does it seem like there's less of a gap between... Like you always say, fuck if Ovechkin played in the like I always say if yeah. Ovechkin played in the eighties, scored three hundred goals a year. Mm-hmm. I don't think you feel like that about. Do you feel like if well maybe Trout, but I don't know how hard did they throw in the like what was the fastball in the nineteen twenties? It was like eighty eight. Right, yeah. Trout would <laughs> Trout would hit really well. <laughs> he'd probably hit a thousand home runs. Yeah, yeah. think about how good he'd be in the. He'd well, be the especially, but like he's playing. He but he's playing in huge parks with a dead yes. ball and, yeah, that's a, and true. a super heavy bat. That's true. I, I don't think so, you're right. The home run numbers will probably not be the same, right? I don't know. I don't know. I maybe they would. It would even out, but maybe they wouldn't be. You know, maybe you wouldn't hit. You know, two hundred home runs a year. Right. Pitcher's mound's higher. He might hit for it. He might hit for. You're right though. The though. mound is a little bit higher too. The mound's like, significantly yeah. higher. Yeah. So you're seeing 89, but from like I think another another like three or four inches, right? Yeah. So that probably plays to like 92, 93. All I, right. I bet. I mean, different I, angle. And maybe Trout hits like 480, but doesn't hit a thousand home runs. 480. Well, if the park's that big and he's hitting line no, drives yeah, everywhere, you're playing the I polo mean, grounds. You got no shot in center field, right? And you hit line <laughs> drives in the gap. I mean, yeah. Or maybe you'd have a maybe a. 30 I was going to say, how many inside, inside the, park, the park home yeah, runs? Maybe would you have? Thirty inside right. the park home runs. The pitchers would be interesting because you'd be you would be at. You but know? they could throw at your head too with no helmet. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a. You know what? Pitchers, though, I mean, pitchers would be asked to, to throw, like, 300, 400 innings. That, that's an equalizer, too, though, because it's one of the things I always say that, you know, it's so much easier to be great today than it was back in the day. Because back in the day, death was part of the game. Like, yep. trying to kill someone, you know, worrying about dying, like, those were legitimate concerns back in the day in sports. Like, all sports. Obviously, racing sports, maybe much more on the forefront, but, like, you, know, you played football, you might die. You know, someone might spear you in the neck and kill you. It was a possibility. It wasn't really against the rules or anything. In baseball, they could hit you in the head with no helmet on. Like mm-hmm. that was just considered pitching tough, right? Being a man. Yeah, absolutely. And if they yeah. killed you with a fastball to the temple, oh fucking well, it's just part of the game. You're just gonna have to fucking live with it, <laughs> right? So there was a legitimate fear of death playing sports back in the day. So I do think that's an equalizer. Like Trout's in there. With his fucking helmet, his earpiece, and the fucking thing that covers his chin, and probably like a forearm thing. It's a little different hitting, you know, in those circumstances. No one's pitching inside. Then going back to the 20s, a guy literally might drill you in the face. Sure. And you got no helmet on. (laughs) Right? I mean, so maybe you're not catching up to 93 like you do when you're not, you know, when you're not worried about dying. Sure. So you're probably taking a split second to make sure you're not going to die, and then you're going to hit the fastball. Whereas now you're not worried about it because you got so much equipment on and shit, and they're not going to throw at you. 
back then, like, they did throw at you, and no one, like, it was cool. It was fine. Oh, yeah, dude, you like, get hit in the head ten times, no one gives a right, shit. Right, you weren't protected right. by the rules, the yeah. equipment, nothing, right? So if you went up there, if you're hitting 480, guys are going to drill you left and right because that's what they did. Yeah, like probably true. You didn't have to do yeah. anything wrong. You just had to get a hit. Yeah, like, how many times did Ted Williams get hit the year he hit, like, 406? I'm sure he got drilled all the time. And, and, and guys that hit home runs and shit, like, especially, like, Trout comes up as a rookie and he's hitting, like, you know, 430 and he's hitting fucking home runs left and right. He's going to get drilled by every, like, crusty veteran pitcher in the league like 10 times in a row. Of course. Because yeah. that's how it was back then. So, yes, you could say athletically maybe, but you, you can't ever forget the fear of death. Like, the <laughs> fear of death is a big deal. Like, imagine playing receiver in the 80s. I think the bravest, probably the bravest motherfuckers of all time are guys that hit in Major League Baseball without a helmet on. <laughs> Goalies without Goalies masks. without masks, dude. Goalies without masks. Yeah, goalies without and masks. And fucking receivers in the 80s. Goalies without masks is the dumbest thing ever. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. And receivers in the 70s and 80s, I'll say, because you started to get AstroTurf in the 70s, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. there were no fucking rules. Yep. Like, killing a guy was just good D, right? <laughs> so, I'd say being a receiver in the 70s and 80s, goalie with no mask, baseball player with no helmet, that, that has to be the fucking... Like the ballsiest of all time, other than like jousting and shit. But like, well, I mean, American, you're talking about pro sport, yeah, yeah, pro American sports. sports, yeah, yeah. <laughs> jousting and shit, jousting and shit, man. What do you do? I joust and shit. All right, cool. All right, here you go, Hav. Oh shit. Uh, well, I, I was like being up. a Roman gladiator is more, you know. Well, yeah, that I mean, would been worse. Fuck. But, but fucking playing in the playing at the vet or playing at Three Rivers in like 1978. Going over the middle. So, <laughs> Ted Williams was hit three times in 1941. That's it? Mm-hmm. All right. Yo, he's a gentleman, though. He's a... Well, that's true, too. People like them. Wouldn't be flipping bats back then. Yeah. My if you're God, fucking up you there just bet. raking home runs and shit, they're going to fucking bean you. Yeah, how many home runs did you hit that? 37 dogs. That's that a year. lot. That's pretty good. Yeah. 119 RBIs. Good season. Good season. <laughs> 406. 406. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> he's pretty good. It was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, so there you go, Bubs. Probably a bunch of baseball players is the answer. And Jim Brown. And Jim Brown. There you go for Hoff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like any other thing. Cy yeah. Young. Watch Cy Young pitch like with that funky one. You know what would be cool? The- like Army-Navy game in like 1935. Yeah. I wouldn't mind like the Cy Young-Ty Cobb era baseball either, even pre-20s. Sure. Like, Just see what it's all about. The fuck was baseball like in like mm-hmm. 1905? Could I have played? Right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Although, again... <laughs> I don't know, because you would have had to be able to get drilled in the face sure. and get back up right. there and play. Mm-hmm. I run well, like, dude, like, back in the day, dudes died. Like, so I mean, yeah, death playing. was fine. Yeah. Death yeah. was just part of the game. Yep. Just part of it. You know, you might die. There's a great tweet the other day. It was a picture. It was like a meme of if it was like if women, if women invented a time machine and it's this woman going back in time and being like, Wait, and it's like meeting her grandmother, like, you're my granddaughter? <laughs> you know, kind of, and then it's like, if men did, and it's this dude who goes back in time, and it's three different bases. It's like Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, like three guys from three different areas. He's like, all right, everyone throw this ball. I want to see how fast you throw it. <laughs> and it's so true. It it's true, like, we're so obsessed with like different eras in baseball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it's how so fascinating. Really, how man. they really stack up. Right, yeah. right. So, yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, the whole idea of, I mean, just the, Evolution of sport in general, it's just really unique, and uh, baseball is is always baseball will always be unique. Yeah, until they you know until they completely try to, to make it, it not right. unique. But. Sure. <laughs> uh, via email, 
We get from Devin from Camden. Hey, guys, love the show. If you could not live in Maine, where would you live right now? I've said this often. I would probably live in north in the New Mexican desert in a compound near a golf course within within fifty miles of a golf course. That I and I would have a fast car, so it wouldn't matter that it was. It was fifty miles, miles. Yeah. yeah. And then I homeschool my daughter, or send her to some like school in the Mex- New Mexican desert. That was good. But, yeah, as far away from people as possible. I believe Stanford has a campus there. As as far away from people as possible uh, with good weather. Sure. And in America. Mm -hmm. For now, anyway. I want want to watch my NFL. Um, With with me making the decision solely and no one had any other say, probably, man, that's a good question. Annapolis? Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, because you like to sail. I love the sale, plus it's close enough to my buddy Dookie where I could do the barbecue thing with him and close enough to campus where I could be a season ticket holder. So and, many people. And not be living in West Virginia. And you actually, and you love it. Cause probably <laughs> but I like a, people. They probably have a good, like, vibrant bar scene there. It's great. Stuff, Annapolis right? is yeah. an awesome town. And yeah. it's a college town. I go to yeah. Navy football games, too. So yeah. I would, I'd probably say I love that town. I have family in that town. Yeah. That, and being a sailor, yeah. it's got to be the like, greatest place in the world. Right? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, uh, it's a little over the top busy, but. It's it is what it is. I'm not yeah. gonna bitch about it. So yeah, I'd say Naples. I'd have to look up like the top rated New Mexican golf courses, and live relatively close to one. I bet you there's some great golf courses. I bet out you there, there are too. Yeah. 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 New Mexico was like by the far the coolest state to drive through when we went cross country. Yeah, was... like because we did the we did the s- southern route, so we went. I mean, did you Tennessee... go right through Albuquerque? Tennessee, yeah, I've gone down yeah. that way too. Yeah. West uh, Tennessee, Arkansas, West Texas is fucking brutal, and then you get into New Mexico, it's just gorgeous. The yeah, mountains are unbelievable. It is awesome. Yeah. There's some serious poverty in New Mexico. You see some. Of that oh yeah, too. I'm sure. I'm sure. I just meant from a. <laughs> I just meant from a geographical well, Utah, standpoint. Like, like like Utah with the, all the canyons. I've been the. That's we didn't do Utah because yeah, we flew back, so we uh, oh, yeah. we only did the. I've driven out a few times, back a few times, and one mm-hmm. time we went through like southern Utah with all the canyons and shit, and it's fucking unreal. Like, I'd like to crazy. do it again, yeah, because I'd like to. I love Denver. I'd like to spend more time out in Colorado, and I'd like to check out Utah. I have no interest in going to fucking. Seven, Utah's seven not that like southern Utah's awesome, but like yeah. where the salt flats are and shit, and up by you mm-hmm. know fucking. Uh, I'd love to do a ski trip out there. I've never skied yeah. the west, the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, seems fun. There is a stretch of Utah that if you go through, like, if you go through Salt Lake and go through the Salt Flats, it's like literally 100 miles of straight flat road. <laughs> kind of like North, f- North Dakota is brutal. It would be great here. to take a fucking car in the Salt Flats and just fucking tool around. Yeah. Or I'd live in a fucking, like, you know, tropical island somewhere. Well, of course. I had a golf course. Sure. But, like, something that's, like, actually realistic where, you know. There's a lot of realistic down there. Yeah, but now if you have a kid and stuff, I mean. That's true. It's more yeah. of a retirement. Yeah. I'm saying like, yeah. yeah. True. True. All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget, you can always send us emails and questions, uh, or you can always send us questions, email-wise, brutestrengthpod at gmail.com or at bstrengthpod. Also, don't forget, check it out, mainmanflavors.com, mainmanflavors.com, mainmanflavors, great hot sauces, great relishes, great blueberry teriyaki sauce. You can find their stuff online, flavors with an H, 
uh, or you can find the, their great sauces up and down the main coast. It's going to be huge, always super busy during the tourist season, which is just about to fire up. So all those great stores in coastal Maine, you can find Maine Man flavors as well. And of course, hobsanddanks.sellmytees.com just got the latest design in. Two new two shirts will be up. Well, I mean, it'll be the same design, just different colors, we should say. New shirt will be up by the time you're hearing this. TB199 is alive. They are fucking sweet, too. Yep. So check that out. Hobsanddanks.sellmytees.com. Also, Main Man Flavors, our generous sponsor. Of course. Benny and the guys, uh, check them out. Mainmanflavors.com. Hot sauces, relishes, all that stuff. Check them out. Two good main boys getting it done. All right, we're out of here, right? We gotta get, I gotta find some uh, outro. We are out. Oh, here, man! Time to go play some baseball because it's almost playoff time. We gotta turn the fucking heat down, dude. This is fucking insane. That's true too. Yeah, it's a little odd right now. A little. I don't. I don't understand how you're not fucking sweating through that shirt. I don't either. I'm telling you, I'm fucking. I'm a weirdo. Let's do this. This is popped up. All right. I like how this sound could only have been produced in the 80s. Like, you hear something like this, and you know exactly when it's from. Every song in the 80s is like this. The synthesizer was, the synth was just like, born for the 80s. Absolutely. The, the drum machine in the background getting yeah. a perfect beat. It's pretty good. Fucking 80s are dope. Could you imagine if... AIDS came along and fucked it up. And maybe it was around, I don't know, but I don't think it was. Could you imagine if the auto-tune was around in the 80s? What's, oh, what's that? It's the thing where people sing and it sounds like they're horrible singers, but auto-tune like, pitches their voice up to uh, be correct. Uh, you know, Britney Spears does it a lot. Okay. Uh, uh, what is that? Oh, is it like when a guy sounds robotic? Yeah. 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 There's that yes. dude. Um, there's a lot that, of hip-hop guys will yeah. do it in their like, choruses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah, we're out of here. See you. Hey, the song ended.